John. Hey, Brian. You ready to make a welcome podcast? You know I'm ready, man. <laughs> All right. So here's what I'm thinking. For this welcome episode, we need to introduce ourselves so that people know who we are. Uh, so why don't we start off by talking a little bit about ourselves and the journeys that have led us to become the co-founders of Go Be More. That sounds like a great idea. Let's do it. All right. Um, so I'm going to start because basically I want to. So how about that? All right. Now, <laughs> all right. So hey, that's not fair. I want to go first. <laughs> no way. All right. So I uh, started my Go Be More journey uh, actually way back to about 20 years ago at UCLA. And um, at that time, I was an average runner with average performances and not really knowing what, why. Uh, and at, I started studying the topics of, of uh, learning theory and the psychology of successful performance and learning a bunch of different mental models. And I started applying those to my life and I completely changed who I was really in many, in a profound way. My running immediately started improving and uh, my schoolwork improved and, and I just started to see advancements everywhere in my life. And it's funny because right around this time is when I first met you, like that summer when yeah. I, when I went through this kind of transition, that's when you joined the team. So uh, when you met me, yeah, you were the old man, I called you the old man. That's right. You were, I was the old man. I was the team leader. I was the top runner. And it was, it's funny now because I think about it and I think, oh, you know, John never knew me as the guy who just sort of didn't know what he was doing. Like I, you met me right after I sort of started to figure it out. And I, um, I, I knew you as the green machine. That's how I knew you. <laughs> that's right. I was the green <laughs> we, had, machine. we had a million nicknames for each other. And yeah, and, uh, yeah I was I the old man too. and I was the green machine and you were the young guy who came in full of belief talking about, you know, I'm going to break world records. I'm going to, I'm going to be the best miler in the world. And you know, all of us were going, uh, you don't even have a scholarship, right? <laughs> but you came in with so much belief and so much, uh, obviously you had the talent and the, and the belief, but, um, it was, uh, a, a really welcome, you know, boost to us when you showed up. But the thing that I think about that time is I come back to it and I think, you know, I took that, these mental models and this, this, this study of things like psychology of learning, and I started to apply it to my life and it really made a huge difference. And I didn't continue competing, uh, in running after I, I graduated, I moved to Japan and I did other, and I did other things, but I took that mindset with me. And, um, you might even remember this. I, I actually put together this like set of principles about, about how to think about being successful. And I, I like led a class, like I convinced coach Peterson to let me teach a class to the, to the oh, other yeah. people on the team. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember it. I remember it. And, and thinking back on it, I mean, it's, it's not as clear as I'd like it to be. It's hazy, but I, I distinctly remember you doing that. I distinctly remember you wanting to share this information with the entire team. So I was, yeah, it was pretty impressive. And it's funny looking back at, at, at it now with where we're at, what we're, what we're doing and what we're embarking upon with this podcast and the apparel company, Go Be More. It's, it's all, it's funny, but this is how life works. It leads all these breadcrumbs. It leads to where you are now. And, and as you go further along, there'll be more other ones when you look back, but we can definitely see the, the last 20 years leading up to this moment, right? Yeah, you're right. And, and so I, I put together these principles. I taught the class. I don't even, I don't remember anything either about the class that I tried to teach to all you guys at this point anymore. But, you know, I went on and I, uh, I, I didn't keep running competitively, but I took this mindset that helped me become a good runner and, and figure it out. And I started applying it to other things, right? So I started using it to start, I started wanting to learn foreign languages. So I started learning more languages and, 
And um, I started, uh, I went to grad school. I started working at some big companies. I ended up having a long career at Apple where I worked and, and I took these mindsets and I tried to try, try to use them to become better and, and, and to, to become an expert in my craft and to do what I, to, to learn what I was trying to learn. And in every, everywhere I went, these principles helped me to so, sort of achieve a, a measure of success. And um, so if we fast forward, I actually left Apple because my wife and I had a dream and, and that dream was to go live in Italy. And we, so good we dream. that is the dream, right? <laughs> it's it's the dream, dream for everybody, right? So my we, dream. we had that dream and we decided let's just do it. And we, we, I quit my job, we sold everything and we moved our family to Italy for a couple of years. And, Man, um, cool. and, at that same time, we reconnected. It had been a long time. I don't know how long it had been, but we reconnected. And you were telling me about your plan for Gobi Moore. And I, um, you know. Well, it wasn't much of a plan. I just told you about my idea. I'm not a plan guy. I'm working on that. That's one of my Gobi Moore challenges. That's so funny because I sometimes think like you are the you are the passion and I am the plan. I'm the planner, right? I'm the. Oh, I'm the... oh no, it's totally true. You guys are going to find out. Like Brian, Brian and I are definitely yin and yang. Yeah, uh, you know, passion I'm versus process, and, and he's and he's white. But <laughs> there's it's more to, to that than just our skin color. We liter- literally are different in so many ways, but th- but we complement each other. And you'll you guys will see that, and hopefully enjoy the back and forth banter of our well, podcast episodes coming up here. You know, so you tell me about the idea, and I said to myself, "This is the f- framework of what I want to be doing. Like, this is something I want to be a part of. I have all these ideas I want to share. They fit perfectly with what you want to do." my skills complement your skills, we should be doing this. And, and then from that moment, that's when I decided I was going to get involved in it. And now I'm living in Japan. I teach classes uh, at a university. I teach, I literally teach classes on mental models and strategies for success at a Japanese university. And now we're working together and we've launched this company. And so um, I'm really excited for what this holds for, for me as a, as a person, for you as a, as a motivational speaker and as a, and as a, and such an inspiring person. And, and of course, for this podcast and our company, um, that's a little bit about me. That's my background. And, and, uh, why don't I kick it over to you, John? Why don't you tell them about your background and, and sort of what's led you to this point? Yeah. I mean, like you were saying before, um, I was definitely a, a dreamer. I, uh, I looked at the world so differently than everybody else. And I did come into UCLA uh, I, I mean, I was I was so funny looking. I was like the skinny Steve Urkel looking Afro braces. Glasses. <laughs> I mean, I had the whole thing going for me. You know, I had the glasses and the braces and the, the whole thing. And everybody's just like, man, who's this crazy kid? I talked funny. I had goofy sayings like, oh, snap. That's uh, right. Yes. You know, and <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I was Forgot so about that. goofy. I was so goofy. But I was also like this kid that came in and it's like, you guys didn't know me at first. But like if you were to ask uh, our coach. Eric Peterson, I said, uh, I walked onto the campus as on my recruiting trip, and I said to him within seconds that I, I wanted to sign. And he's like, well, hold on, wait a minute. Like, we just, you can't, let us at least give, <laughs> give us 48 hours to show you. The, and I was like, new, no, I went to so many different schools, uh, you know, uh, and, and I just knew that this was the school I wanted to go to because it was, it, I called it the school for Olympians because they made Olympians. That's true. And I'm like, I'm going to be an Olympian, so why wouldn't I go to the school? where they make Olympians. That was my mindset. I was this kid that was funny, goofy, had this goofy side to me, but the side that that, that, that balanced me out was this big dreamer. You know, like, 
I am the astronaut. I am the guy that wants to walk on the moon, that, 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 that lives on the moon, even though I'm not there yet. I'm, right. I'm the guy that, that, that nothing is impossible. And that feeling that I've had my entire life I've just wanted to give it to people. That's just how I am. I, I you know, and so Gobi Moore is a byproduct of that. It was uh, as an English major at UCLA. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I was trained to, to to interpret, you know, and see that see what other people don't see, or to see things in ways that and argue for things that people you know might not see in in a passage in a, in a book, a piece of literature, you know, uh, old or new, and. The fairy tale, the gingerbread man. Honestly, I didn't even read the the, the the fairy tale. It just came to me. It was definitely some came from somewhere. It was like this little brown guy. I'm. It's a runner. I'm a brown guy, and I'm a runner. <laughs> I'm like, hey, yeah, that that might be a good symbol. And then I started looking at the story though, and I go, ah, yeah, it's way beyond what's on the surface. Like this character is represents my philosophy. You know, he wanted to be more than what he was made to be, and I want to be more than what people say I can be. And so I love that about him. You know? you know, what's funny is you actually came up with this before your kidney disease, if I'm not mistaken, right? I mean, many times when, yeah. pe- when I tell people, oh, we'll go be more and, and John, he's a, I work with John, he's a Olympic miler, he's a kidney disease survivor. And everyone's like, oh, that makes sense. Go be more. He must've come up with that after his kidney disease. I'm like, actually, I think go be more <laughs> predated your kidney disease. You were, you were running for Nike and you had come up with this idea for go be more and then life events you know, happened that, that, that made it all the more sort of potent oh, yeah, and it's real crazy. in your life. I remember one of the first conversations I ever had with anybody was with a good friend of mine named Vince Shorb, who's um, the founder of the National Financial Literacy Council up in, Lo- in Los Angeles. And he was, and I were on the phone and we were talking about, you know, me doing speeches and stuff like that. And, and he was asking me about Gobi Moore. And I, and it was funny because that was like back in like 2007, 2008. Um, actually, it's like 2007, and I'm like, I was actually on a bike near the track at the Olympic Training Center in Chula Vista. And so mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking back, I mean, how far back did, did I really think about it? Because it had been so many years uh, working on it and thinking about it and developing the idea and asking my friend from college to draw up these iterations of the initial logo uh, that, that I originally had. Um, the logo went through so many iterations. It's crazy. Yeah, this thing has been going on for a long time. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it wasn't the kidney, kidney disease, FSGS, which I was diagnosed with in 2008. Um, crazy story for you guys to know is that I was diagnosed with the terminal kidney disease literally within weeks before my first Olympic trials. So I was told I was halfway towards kidney failure. And um, I think what inspires me years later as it relates to Gobi more in my kidney disease is that I didn't let that diagnosis, at least not in that moment, throw me off from making the Olympic team as an alternate and pursuing the dream that I had had since the age of 14. And at that point I was 26, a 12 year dream. And I was literally moments away from fulfilling that dream and, um, kidney disease, kidney failure or not. I was like, I'm still doing this thing. And, uh, and I want to share that with people. I want people to feel that sense of like determination and yep. have something represent that. Uh, in them, you know, uh, and that's what Gobi Moore is now becoming for me as we work on and develop this. But in the beginning, it was it's, it was all about chasing dreams and being true to who we were born to be. That's what it was for me, and and I'm excited to share that passion and and, and concrete ideas that you have 
And of course, the motivational talks and speeches and, 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 and snippets that I like to share and rants that I like to go on uh, <laughs> when it comes to just getting people excited about who they are and their life and this moment in time that we, we've been given. Well, you have this sort of gift when you're speaking, and I hope everybody will get a chance to hear that both on this podcast and through your YouTube videos and through the speeches and, and everything that we put up because um, it's so genuine in, 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 in everything you're saying. It's as somebody who's known you for a long time, it's easy, it's easy to, to see somebody speaking and, and, and question their, how genuine those feelings are. But I know you very personally, and I know that you're, how you feel about this stuff. And, um, and so I, that's why we're so excited to get this podcast started right? Um, yeah. We both come from very different backgrounds. I am the, I'm the process-oriented, analytical, step-by-step you know, uh, mindset, and you're the big dream, put it out there, a lot of passion, find what you're going to do, live your purpose. And you and I, um, in, in all these different ways, we end up in these long discussions and we, we talk about these deep topics. And the funny thing about that is we've been doing this for for years now. And really like we've joked that these should be a podcast and now that's what we're going to do. We're going to make these a podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. We see value in the conversations because when we do talk about this with other people, uh, as far as like the, the theories that we're working on, um, the concepts that we're trying to apply, it's mm-hmm. like, it's one thing to read about it, but it's another thing to talk about it. And it's an even bigger thing to apply it. You know, and I always that's say right. knowledge, knowledge without application, uh, is wasted and, and and but knowledge applied is wisdom you know and so i truly believe that we need to help each other you know like you and i are helping each other all the time and i feel like i'm a better person and i'm so grateful for this relationship and the opportunity to do the work that we're doing it's honestly it's so crazy how natural it feels uh, to do this stuff i feel the same way <laughs> and i want to i want to i want to keep pushing on this stuff too because i feel like there's um there's so much more that we haven't done yet. And, and this podcast is going to be a great chance to sort of, to sort of track some of that and, and learn from each other and push each other to do, to be, you know, who we are born to be individually and to, and to, right. to build our own strengths. Um, and uh, so, you know, a couple of the things I want to cover on this to, for anybody who's listening, we want to talk about the way uh, the way we think influences how we act uh, topics around how the environment we build around ourselves affects how successful we become um creating habits simple effective systems that you can apply as you said you know knowledge applied is wisdom you have to be able to apply it and but there and there's simple techniques that you can apply that you can you put implement to, to to build new habits and systems and of course there's tons of obstacles we need to overcome and how do we do that and you've got this amazing experience in 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 terms of your kidney disease and and your the, the stuff you've gone through in your life and, and I'm, I'm myself as well in, in a very different way. And oh, yeah. I, I want to explore these ideas. So we're going to do that in more detail. We're, we don't need to go into too much detail on that right now. We could, but we won't. We Good. could, but we won't. You guys, guys got to listen to the next episode. That's right. We have many episodes to get into the rest of this stuff. The other thing I'll just say is that we um, are very fortunate to have built a great network of people over time in our lives. People who yeah. are Olympians, uh, business leaders, community leaders. And we are hoping uh, over time to bring some of them on to share their wisdom with you on this podcast as well. And that's something that we are personally really looking forward to. And we hope that you guys will enjoy those conversations when they happen. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have, I, I can definitely, the funniest story ever is when I was a sophomore and we were living together and speaking of Mm -hmm. connections. So 
Mabratham Kaflesgi, Meb. Meb Kaflesgi. Yep. At Run Meb. Meb is a legend. He's one of the greatest distance runners of all time. Um, he, uh, you know, I was getting to know of Meb when I started at UCLA. I got to meet him before I started. Uh, I was when I was being recruited. I had these moments when I was like, okay, there's this Meb guy. There's this he has this aura. There's something about this guy. But this is back in 2000, 1999, 2000. So Meb, Meb was Meb, but Meb wasn't Meb now. You know, 20 years later. Yeah, right, right, right. But even then, I remember. Uh, being in awe of Meb and seeing him as somebody that I looked up to as an example. He called for you. He called the apartment. This is before cell phones were really cell phones. And so yeah, yeah. he calls yeah. the apartment. <laughs> I answered this house phone. That's how it shows you how old we are, you guys. And, uh, you know, I'm 38, man. I'm, I'm almost at the 40-year 40, 40 mark. I don't, I don't know how old Brian is, but I was calling him the old man 20 years ago. So I don't, <laughs> he might be a little bit older, older than, than John, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, but Meb called and I answered. And I was like, oh. This, and this call, guys, but changed my life. Not kidding. He called, and this is why we would love, we were excited to use, reach out to and use the knowledge and wisdom and the passions that these people, these great people like Mem, that we are so lucky to be connected to, can share with you guys. Because I'm telling you, one line, one message, one piece of advice can literally change your life. He called, and he's calling for Brian, but I hijacked the call. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and then Meb answered. He said, "Hey, this is Meb. Can I speak to Brian?" I was like, "Meb, this is John." <laughs> you know? And he's like, "Hey, what's up, John? How's it going?" And I just talked to him for like literally, it was probably two minutes. And Meb goes, "How's training going?" I said, "Man, it's going great." And I told him I was doing some push-ups and sit-ups every once in a while. And he says, "Hey, I'm gonna give you a piece of advice." And I said, "Yeah, what's up, Meb?" And he goes, "Whatever you do." If it makes you better, the only way it will benefit you is if you are consistent. He says, consistency is the key to you being successful. If you are not consistent, you will not be successful. If you consistently do the right things, you will get better. If you consistently do the wrong things, you will not get better. He says, it's very, very simple. Be consistent. And I said, it's uh, it. Okay, here's Brian. <laughs> and, I, and I remember waking up the next morning and I was like, because I was doing push-ups and sit-ups every morning. It was the first thing I did every morning. And I was a sophomore in college, you know, and I was young and hungry. And I said, you know what? Man, Meb said be consistent, so I'm never going to miss a day. Guess what, guys? I never missed a day. I never missed a day. And I became the greatest middle distance runner in UCLA history. Middle distance runner. Meb's the greatest distance runner. Yeah, yeah. Middle distance runner. And it, I telling you, that message from Meb changed my life. And we are so lucky to know Meb. We hope he'll do this podcast. Um, we hope his, his brother, Mahawi, who's another great mentor of mine and great friend of Brian's, uh, I hope he'll, they'll do the podcast. But we have great people like that that we know, that we know when they share their wisdom, their applied knowledge with you guys and with us, we're going to be so blessed, man. And... Um, and, and they have great stories about how they, how they, what the meaning of Gobi Moore really is to them. And, and, and we're very lucky because we know that we're going to get to bring them on and share that with you guys. So, John, I want to end this podcast, this welcome podcast, um, if you don't mind. Like what many people might not know is you're, you're a motivational speaker. You do a lot of talks to schools and companies and, and, and camps and teams all over the place. And there, you often tell the story of the gingerbread man. And, but your story of the gingerbread man is a little bit different from the typical story of the gingerbread man. And it's the, it's the root 
motivation for a lot of what Gobi Moore has become. So yeah. why don't why don't you tell that story and then we'll end this podcast? Yeah, well, you guys got to check me out on YouTube because uh, I, I'm posting a lot of videos with our team. Uh, shout out to MJ and, and our, our, our team members, Nadine, and my brother, Wesley, uh, Von Ware. We got a lot of great people that you guys are going to get to know. Jessica Crate, a lot of great supporters like Troy Samuels. And, and I share this story with the team. Uh, they love the story. Uh, but I started sharing it at the end of my speeches with um, audiences. So I tell my story. You know, I'm this young kid that had this crazy dream of becoming an Olympian. I was told, even though everybody loved me, everybody loved me, but they said, man, that dream is impossible. That dream is crazy to become an Olympian. Not only to become an Olympian, but an Olympic champion and a world-class track and field athlete. It's impossible. Well, in many ways, the way that everybody would tell me that I can't do something, this fairy tale of the gingerbread man is the same thing. You know, everybody, this little old lady makes a cookie and he was made for one reason and one reason only to be a cookie and to be eaten by the little old lady. That was it. There was nothing beyond that. But the cookie came to life, you know, and his him him becoming coming to life. That's the first part of it. For all of us, we have this thing in us that's the moment we're born, that thing is born, too. And that's the, that's the energy with which we live our lives. And I call that our dreams. I think mm -hmm. that that's our dreams and that's what brings us to life. But when we don't chase our dreams, we stop living lives, our lives and we start just living in the survival mode. We're just kind of getting through it. Life is not meant to be survived. It's meant to be lived. And so the gingerbread man, he, was, he came to life because he wanted to, to be more. He wanted to go be more, GBM, gingerbread man. So he jumps out the window and runs past the little lady and the little old man and the cow and the pig and the horse <laughs> and all these characters that were running after him. But the reason why they couldn't catch him is because he knew something was pulling him forward down this path. And, 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 and in the same way, we have the same um, thing in us that would pull us up, that will lift us up, that will help us to overcome all the time. And it is our dreams. I truly believe that it is these things in us that keep us up at night, that come to us because we're the ones that were chosen to bring those dreams, those ideas, and those passions to life and into the world so that the world can become a better version of itself, just like we would become a better version of ourselves and the truer version that we were born to be of ourselves. And so he's running down this path through past all these different um, characters. And in my mind, they represented the obstacles in our lives. So each character could represent you know, our fears or our doubts or a good relationship or a bad relationship or some type of obstacle, common obstacle that we face in our lives that can become a hindrance to forward progression and become a distraction from who we really are and, and as some source of discouragement. So my theory is that when you know what your dreams are and you begin to chase your dreams, just like this gingerbread man, you will come to life. You will become more than a cookie and that every single thing on your path towards your dreams will uh, be one that you can overcome because it will not be able to stop you because you will know who you are. And this is what he tells everybody. Y'all know the saying. You may not have read the story in a long time, but I guarantee you, you know it. Because he would look back and he would say, you can run, run as fast as you can, but you can't catch me because I am the gingerbread man. And even though 
he gets eaten by the fox at the end of that story. I remind people that story doesn't end with the fox eating the gingerbread man because we are the gingerbread man and our story is the continuation of that story. Our job is to continue to go be more, be more than what we were born into, be more than what the world says we can be because we have dreams. And I believe that if we chase those dreams, that the world will chase us, that we can become what the world is chasing, just like the gingerbread man. So that's, that's uh, the inspiration behind our company, man. I love it. So um, with that, I think we should wrap this up. Uh, All this, right. Our first full podcast will be coming out shortly. In the meantime, to everybody listening, please subscribe in your favorite podcast player so you don't miss it. You can check the show notes for links or to our website or to any other accounts. For John, I'm Brian. We are what the world is chasing, and we hope every episode of this podcast inspires you to become what the world is chasing too.